is Janine Betts, and I invite you to join me on a journey where I help 100 women earn an income online. Today, we're going to talk about why it's important to outsource in your business. And I don't know if you've ever been caught in this, but you know, you're, let's say you're building a house and you're working with a general contractor. I'm a big fan of HGTV. Um, Masters of Flip is one of my favorite episodes, uh, shows. I don't know if you guys have seen it before. But in that show, you know, they're, they're running these, these flips. They're flipping houses. And they're entrusting the flip, the project, with somebody who is a general contractor. Now, think of the general contractor process. This, I heard this earlier today from Russell Brunson, and a light bulb totally went off because I was like thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I have worked construction. I totally get this. Actually, I used to do tile setting um, for a few years back in university. So I understood the art of a general contractor versus someone who's a specialist. And he was saying, think of what a general contractor is responsible for. They're responsible for making sure the project is done on time as best as possible. They're responsible for coordinating the trades, getting the electricians, the plumbers, the carpenters, getting those guys on site to do the specific skill that they have so that you can get your house built. What would happen? Let's pretend the general contractor all of a sudden decides, I don't want to manage this project anymore. I want to learn to be an electrician and I want to do it on this house. So your general contractor stops managing the project and he is watching and job shadowing the electrician, watching the electrician do everything and then he's copying and then the electrician does something highly specialized with your your panel, your electrical panel, and your general contractors following along and doing the exact same thing. What's going to happen to your project? What's going to happen to your house that's being built? It's not going to get done. (laughs) You are the general contractor. You, my friend, are the entrepreneur. You are running your business. You are not the person creating the logos. You are not the graphic designer. You are not editing your videos. You are not running your Facebook ads. You are not writing sales copy or writing emails. I'm not saying you can't, but you need to figure out what tasks in my day-to-day actually generate revenue. Does designing a logo make you money? Does it actually propel and move your business forward? Probably not. (laughs) Does um, editing your video actually make you revenue? No. Does coordinating and doing all the work behind creating a Facebook ad, does that make you money? The actual ad itself will, but understanding how to run ads in the background, is that going to make you money? No. Now, I'm, I'm not sitting here to be harsh or anything like that. I, I understand that maybe you're in a position where you're going, okay, I, I get it, but I can't afford to hire all these people. That's fine. Not a problem. Bootstrap it. Make sure that you are saving some money from your day job and putting that aside to pay for these people. What I want you to do is figure out what is my time worth? If 
you know what you can do? This is the math that I did to make it really easy. I took my salary from my day job. I'm in sales, so it's a good wage. And I figured out what I make on an hourly rate. And then I used that math to figure out what would I charge somebody to write a series of emails or create a logo. Never mind the amount of money. The thing that I can't get back is time. When I went through the 30-day challenge back in May, I let this be the reason I did not move forward. It was one of the reasons I didn't move forward. And my mentality was, oh, I got to go find somebody to do logo design now and create an ebook cover and I don't have the money, so I'm just not going to do it. In my situation, my husband is totally open to doing that stuff, so I really had no excuse. But you might not have a spouse who can help you with graphic design. If that's the case, that's fine. Like I said, go save some money from your day job or go sell some stuff on eBay. Go get a part-time job if you need to and collect that money and use it to pay for these services. This is not something that you're going to do forever. It's just for now. While you're getting your business up and running, while you're building your systems um, and, and really creating activities that generate revenue, that's the hardest part. Getting anything off the ground is always going to be the hardest part. So you need to find people who specialize in all of those different tasks that have to get done, but don't generate your business any type of revenue. What I found to be very successful is joining Facebook groups. People who are specialized in a certain area like running Facebook ads, I heard this from Steve Larson today and I absolutely love the mentality. I want to actively learn, I, excuse me, I want to actively not learn how to do Facebook ads. I want to be ignorant of how the Facebook ad process works. I don't want to know what components go into it. I just want it to be effective and for it to work. So how do I find somebody that I'm going to trust to run my Facebook ads? How am I going to make sure that you know the work they've done behind them makes any sense. Well, one of the examples that Steve had given was providing, um, like asking people to submit a video. Simple things like that. And I would figure out who you can work with, who can actually follow instruction. You know, I have a Facebook group, Automate, Automate Your Way to Freedom, and people totally ignore that they have to answer a question before they're accepted into the group. I'm sorry, if you don't know how to answer a simple question and you're going to ignore that, then I don't want you in my group. So that may sound harsh, but I am looking for women who actually want to earn passive income online and who could follow instruction, who want to collaborate and connect and, and work with each other. And it does start with following instruction to a degree. So he had done a contest and he had ran that asking people to submit a video and then from there you can figure out, like I said, which personalities you're going to drive with, um, which styles you like, can people follow instruction and it really doesn't come down to cost at a point because by then usually you are already making money on your what's called a funnel and that's really an opportunity to generate income on automate on automation right? That's the income that's going to come to you automatically. That's the income I'm talking about that comes to you while you're asleep. 
So that's really what you need to figure out. And one of the, one of the apps that I like to use is called Trello. It's free. It's fantastic. And in there, you know, write down the activities of everything you're not good at or you don't know how to do really well. Write all of that stuff out and find somebody who does. You can look to hire a virtual assistant. You know, in the Philippines, they are very, very cheap and they do good work. So it's just a little bit of a process to figure that out. Like I said, don't get stuck in the mentality of, oh my goodness, I can't afford any of this stuff. If you need to do one or two tasks right now that you can't afford to outsource, that's fine. But really the better option is to go and bootstrap, go and save some money and then hire those people because it's time that you'll never get back. Here's a really cool statistic for you. On average, it takes 10 hours to get a logo created. Can you afford to waste 10 hours on your business? If you're working a full-time job already, are you gonna spend 10 hours on a process that makes you no revenue? I hope not. I hope you swallow the cost of maybe, what, $100 or $200 and go get it done. You know, can you can you afford to do video production? Oh my goodness, there are some really cool videos out there on YouTube now where uh, I just, I don't have the software, I don't have the time, and I don't have the time nor the desire do I want to learn all of these things. It takes about 15 hours to edit one video. Can you afford to waste that if you're working at a full-time job like I am? Again, I seriously doubt it. So figure out what is going to bring in the real revenue. What are the activities that you need to do in your business to actually make you income? And for me, it is all about social media in terms of adding value. So being extremely active in my target Facebook groups with my target customer that I talked about before. That is something that you probably never want to outsource because it's always going to be your mindset, your perspective on things. And if you get somebody else to do it on your behalf, the message could be different. But that's something, at least in the beginning, until you start earning income so you can drive everything through ads, the social media value add engagement. And I'm not talking about a post where, oh my goodness, it's so awesome to sit at the beach and have my laptop. There's no value there, guys. <laughs> That's certainly a lifestyle post, but you're not helping somebody solve a problem. You're just showing off to a degree. you know. And there's gonna be people out there who are like, cool, I mean, they work from home, good for them, that's awesome. Or cool, they get to sit by the pool, that's awesome. I still have a problem that I haven't gotten fixed. So you need to change how you're adding value on social media. And if you have no income to invest in ads, then that's where you want to start. You want to start with those pieces so you can generate traffic, generate people, right? You want to get people interested in what you have to offer. The three core pieces though to revenue generation, like I mentioned, is a funnel. And it's really the sales message what message am I creating to target the people that need to buy this product, that want this product, that have a problem they want solved? What offer am I going to build off of that message? What value am I going to add into that offer? So my offer is just one that can't be beat. They look at it and they go, wow, 
I get all of this for that amount of money, this person is getting ripped off and I'm getting one heck of a deal. Those are the types of offers you want to think about creating. And then what funnel, what funnel am I going to put this process through? What makes more sense? Is it an application funnel? Is it a tripwire funnel? Is it a perfect webinar? So those are the pieces, in addition to the social media, like I mentioned, if you're just starting out and you have no money, I'm in that boat, guys, <laughs> that that's what you need to focus on. Eventually, the social media value add, you can change up your, your focus on that. Or you may never do it. You may always keep that. And I know some people who are very successful in affiliate marketing who never let that piece of their business go. And that's obviously a personal decision. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to keep driving organic traffic, then you can certainly do that. But at some point, you're going to create an email list that is going to be so big that you're going to look to figuring out how can I serve my list? How can I serve the people who have decided to sign up and want to hear from me and want what I have to offer? And that's going to become part of a bigger part of how you generate revenue. Because at the end of the day, you need to serve the people who have raised their hands and says, I like what you have to offer. I want to follow you. What you have is totally what I have been looking for. There was a cool story too that, that Steve had shared today in terms of income automation versus a business. There is a difference. And this, this had kind of caught me off guard. So I thought this was really cool. But think about a franchise owner for McDonald's. Are they an entrepreneur? Are they creating something from scratch? No, it's not a bad thing. It's just a statement of fact, right? Somebody who invests in a franchise with McDonald's is a business owner. They're buying a system. They're buying a process of systems. There's nothing wrong with it, but there is a very different approach and different type of mindset that you need. So what is an entrepreneur? An entrepreneur is somebody who creates. A business owner is somebody who invests in systems. Now the ideal entrepreneur is going to always be creating. I'm excited that I had uh, a theater background, which is always been interesting and lots of fun. So, you know, we, we just a sidebar here. We usually talk about how when we're adults, we lose our ability to be creative. And I'm a former high school teacher. I agree. You know, kids that are younger, they always had more fun and found ways to just enjoy life um, and how to play and wouldn't even need an iPad or a cell phone. They could just go figure it out. I remember being like that growing up. But the point of that comment is being able to always be creative. That is your sales message. That is your offer. That is your funnel. That is where, as an entrepreneur, you need to be focused. And, you know, talking about systems or being a business owner, the systems you need to create, they're the ones that support the revenue you've just generated. So, for example, let's say you're selling a course and you're selling a course on how to build a brand with Facebook. Very generic, obviously, but you wouldn't do that. Anyways, it's just an example. <laughs> Let's say you're selling a course. The sale of the course, that entire message and offer that you have with it, that's your income automation. The delivery of the course, the emails that follow up to the people who didn't buy the course on the first try, those are your systems. 
those are the pieces that are important that need to happen. But you should outsource those components. Don't be somebody who has to create everything in your business. If you do, you will get stuck in procrastination. I can tell you this since 2014, I have been stuck in procrastination. I would, I've tried a bunch of different businesses. I tried Kindle publishing and I would go, well, I want to use people on Fiverr to get my Kindle ebook, my Kindle ebook written because I just, I can't afford the people who actually write decent quality with no plagiarism in it. I lost more money, (laughs) more money on my Kindle eBooks on Fiverr than if I had used the agency that was recommended in the first place. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And just inspire and encourage you. I have every confidence that you can do this. I can do it, you can. And it just starts with recognizing what am I really good at in terms of income automation, revenue generating activities, what am I no good at and who can I find to help me with that? So that is the lesson that I am leaving you with for today. Thanks so much for listening. And for those of you who are interested, check out the 30 day challenge in my Facebook group, Automate Your Way to Freedom.